Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Thursday, March 24th, and um, so glad that you guys are on today. And um, yeah, so uh, it is uh, Thursday, so it's kind of like Friday, right? Feels like Friday. And um, a little rainy, little little rainy uh, weather here in Tampa. I'll really all over Florida, honestly. <laughs> so, um, but glad you guys are on, and we are continuing in our readings uh, through the third week of Lent, and we're reading some portions out of. Uh, Jeremiah, some out of Romans, and out of the Gospel of John. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and we've been doing that all week, different portions, kind of the beginning part of Jeremiah. Um, yeah, so we are, oh, excuse me, so we are jumping in to Jeremiah chapter 10 today, and man, just a little frazzled this morning. Nothing was in its right place, so kind of all... Um, befuddled <laughs> so but we good now i think we're good now um we'll get into the word and things will things will you know level out here um hope your morning is not so like herky-jerky as mine is uh starting off here so all right our first reading today is jeremiah chapter 10 verses 11 through 24 jeremiah 10 11 through 24 good morning joseph and paula Deborah, everybody else online today, good morning. So glad to have you guys. Um, Trevor, Lorna, Christine, welcome, everybody. All right, Jeremiah 10, 11 through 24, let's do it. Uh, you know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. We change it. Um, verse 11. Tell them this. These gods who did not make the heavens and the earth will perish. Will perish from the earth and from under the heavens. So again, God's trying to awaken his people. They have, uh, they have gone to worship other gods. They no longer uh, worship him with true hearts. They're just going through the motions, not really uh, not really an authentic worship, nor are their actions lining up with uh, folks who truly love God. So he's uh, he's sending Jeremiah to, to try to wake them out of their sleep. That's what God trying to do this morning. He's trying to wake me out of my sleep. Ooh, still asleep. Good morning, Trish. Good morning, DJ. Good morning, Janine and Netta. Great to have you guys. But God, verse 12, but God made the earth by his power. He founded the world by his wisdom and stretched out the heavens by his understanding. Hmm. I like that, man. 
God made the earth by his power, founded the world by his wisdom, stretched out the heavens by his understanding. It's kind of a little triplet there, a way, a way of saying the same thing three times and in a slightly different way, but basically it means the same thing. God made the earth by his great power. Uh, he founded the world by his wisdom. He stretched out the heavens by his understanding. When the thunders, when he thunders, when he thunders, the waters in heavens roar. He makes clouds rise from the ends of the earth. He sends lightning with rain and brings out the wind from its storehouses. Reminds me of, uh, I'm preaching on uh, Nehemiah this week and his story, a lot of his story. One of the, one of the three encounters with Nehemiah in the Bible is in John chapter 3. And that's where Jesus teaches, uh, you know, the spirit is like the wind. You don't know from whence it came. You only can see the effects of the wind. And here, this Old Testament metaphor, he brings out the wind from the storehouses. Uh, imagine, like, the wind, where does it come from? What well, comes, this beautiful poetic language, it comes where? From the, from the Lord's storehouse. <laughs> that's awesome. When the Lord so chew, he releases it from his storehouse. Verse 14. Everyone is senseless and without knowledge. Every goldsmith is shamed by his idols. The images he makes are a fraud. They have no breath in them. They are worthless. The objects of mockery. When their judgment comes, they will perish. Mm, wow. How about that on a turn on the statement? These idols, these fake idols that come, that, that are created with human hands, when they come to judge, it will be they themselves that will be judged. Ooh, that's powerful, man. That's powerful. Hey, Jerry, good morning, man. Welcome, brother. So glad you're on, man. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you and Katie are doing well. You know, former uh, regular participants of morning prayer moved over to the... Uh, East coast of Florida, northeast coast of Florida, Jacksonville area. Yeah, we miss you guys. Glad to see you on. Um, verse 16, he who is the portion of Jacob is not like these, for he is the maker of all things, including Israel, the people of his inheritance. The Lord Almighty is his name. He's not like these other gods, man. He's not like that other stuff. He's not, he's not all that. He's not like all that other junk. He's real. <laughs> he is the portion of Jacob, man. Don't you? I love that. I've always loved that, that, that uh, analogy, the, uh, the, uh, the portion. God is my portion. He's my inheritance, right? Uh, when when the uh, land was divvied up among the tribes of Israel, they were each allotted their portion and each household a portion. And uh, the idea that the Lord is my portion. Mm. 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 Yeah. God is your portion, man. Do you know that child of God today? The Lord is your portion. He's going to take care of you. Don't worry about, don't worry about getting yours. He's going to take care of you. <laughs> because the Lord is our portion. Yeah. And so these false gods, we don't put our hope in God in, in these lesser gods, these false gods. We don't put our, our hope and ultimate trust in lesser things. No, 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 no. Why? Because they won't they won't fulfill. We put our hope in God, who is what? The Almighty, 
and he is our portion. Yeah, he's your portion. Praise God. Verse 17, gather up your belongings to leave the land. You who live under siege, the land is being attacked, right? It's being invaded. For this is what the Lord says. At this time, I will hurl out those who live in the land. I will bring distress on them so that they may be captured. That was uh, the Babylonians invaded is, uh, Israel and Judah, or Judah. Woe to me because of my injury. My wound is incurable. Yet I said to myself, this is my sickness, and I must endure it. My tent is destroyed. All its ropes are snapped. My children are gone from me and are no more. No one is left now to pitch my tent or to set up my shelter. Hmm. Jeremiah, just the, uh, you know, just the total loss that they, he's expressing the loss of the land being invaded um, by uh, outside forces. 21, the shepherds are senseless and do not inquire of the Lord. So, so there's chaos everywhere. Even the people, the people who should be shepherds of the people of God are senseless. They do not inquire of, the, inquire of the Lord, so they do not prosper, and all their flock is scattered. Mm-hmm. So, so by, uh, by inference here, guys, um, inquiring of the Lord, there's a connection between inquiring of the Lord and prospering. Mm-hmm. Think about that, guys. Are you inquiring of the Lord about what you should do? Are you inquiring of the Lord? Are you seeking his face? There's a connection between prospering and inquiring of the Lord. To say it negatively, there is a connection between the by between not prospering and not inquiring of the Lord. There's a connection. When we don't inquire of the Lord, we do not prosper. When we inquire of the Lord, when we seek his face, when we follow his lead, uh, good things happen. Because remember, if you think back a few days ago, we, we, when we read, started reading through Jeremiah, the reason that God gives us these commands and decrees and statutes and all these these uh, these things is that it may go well with us. And so when we don't obey him, when we choose to go our own way, when we try to make our own path that is not consistent with his path, then you know we're setting ourselves up for discouragement and hurt, hardship, hard times. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know, you know how that feels, hard times, just hard. Verse 20, where are we? Um, 20, uh, 22, listen, the report is coming, a great commotion from the land of the north. It will, it will make the towns of Judah desolate, a haunt of jackals. Lord, I know that people's lives are not their own. Did you know your life is not your own? It's purchased with a price. It is not for them to direct their steps. Discipline me, Lord, but only in due measure, not in your anger, or you will reduce me to nothing. Ooh, that's about that's about the most honest prayer you can offer, right there, Lord. Lord, d- discipline me, correct me, but God, don't do it in anger, because you because in anger, in in your wrath, you would just you'd turn me to dust. <laughs> Good morning, Trish. Good morning, Billy. Good morning, Amber. Welcome, everybody. Larna, welcome. Yeah, Jeremiah saying, Lord, I I need your discipline. I need your correction. But I pray that you would do it in grace and in and uh, compassion and not in wrath, because uh, if it were to be done in, in your wrath, I would be turned to a a uh, a pile of dust. Yeah, God, discipline us today, teach us today, but do it gently, Lord. <laughs> right? 
Do it with compassion and grace. Yeah. Let's jump over to Romans. Romans chapter 5, verses 12 through 21. Romans 5, 12 through 21. Um, here we go. Romans 5, 12 through, 12 through 21. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this way death came to all people because all sinned, through Adam, all, all of us are part of the same human race, we have therefore all sin. Um, we all have this, uh, this, um, uh, this terminal uh, illness called sin that comes through our um, heredity, which is human. Verse 13, to be sure, sin was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not charged against anyone's account where there is no law. When there's no law, you can't hold people accountable for the law if there's no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking a command as did Adam, who is a pattern of the one to come. So Adam is a pattern of Jesus. But the gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died by the trespass of one man, if many people are in sin because of Adam, you know, you think, well, how's that fair? I didn't, how can, how can I be held accountable for the fact that I was just born into sin? I was born this way. Um. He's saying, that's true, we all died into sin, and we had nothing to do with that, although our individual actions that we choose to do, we're accountable for those. We can't, we, we're not accountable for the fact that we were born with a sinful nature. We had no control over that. But we are accountable for the sins that we choose. Um, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many? So, just so we talk about, well, that's not fair that, you know, one well, sin came through one man. Well, you know what? Salvation came through one man, too. That ain't fair either. You didn't earn your own righteousness. Someone else did. So you didn't earn your own sin. You inherited it from Adam. You also didn't earn your salvation. You inherited it from Jesus. Oh, come on. God made it fair, y'all. That's, that's what it's all about. God made it fair. God made it fair because he came himself and offered himself as an atoning sacrifice for sin. And so just be just he, he took care of Adam's sin. But the gift that isn't like the trespass, the gift is far greater than the trespass. The gift of salvation is far greater than the inherited sin that came by Adam. Verse 16. Nor can the gift of God be compared with the result of one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation, but the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification. Hmm. For if by the trespasses of one man death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Yes, sir. Saying if, if, the, if the sin of Adam was, was powerful, imagine how powerful the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is. Yeah. We receive what abundant provision. We don't. We don't just. We don't just receive the uh, the, the the bare minimum. No, we receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness. Man, that's awesome. Verse eighteen. Consequently, just as one man 
just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. This is this is a part of a larger conversation of the one and the many. What is the, the what is the one? What is the relationship with with an individual and the many? Just you know, Adam's sin affected many people, um, and Jesus's one act also affects many people. Through the act of one man, many will be right made righteous. Verse twenty: The law was was brought in so that the trespass the trespass might increase. But where, oh, here we go. I like this one, man. But where sin increased, grace increased all the more. Mm-hmm. You can't, look, you can't, you can't exceed the grace of God. You can't outdo the grace of God. Where sin increases, grace is even stronger. So that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Yeah where sin abound, grace abound all the more. Where sin increased, grace abound all the more. So I mean, that's good news for everybody, right? We have people that have, you know, you, some folks think they're beyond being saved, being on being forgiven. No, no. Where, where your sin increased, grace abounds even more. Now he's going to go on to say, does that mean that we just keep on sinning? Of course not. No, if you do that, you've totally missed the point of grace. If you go on sinning and and just trying to you know rack up sin because grace will cover it, then you 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 um you've totally missed the point of grace and a relate and an authentic relationship with Jesus. Knowing that your your spouse is loving and compassionate does that mean that you take advantage of that love and compassion? Of course not. If you were to do so, it means you don't really understand love and compassion, and you're not honoring the person uh, that is willing to extend to you love and compassion. Same way. Where sin increases, grace increases all the more. Man, aren't you glad? Yes, sir. All right, let's jump over to John. John chapter 8. So glad you guys are praying and reading this morning. You guys are awesome. John chapter 8, verses 21 through 32. John 8, 21 through 32. Let's do it. Once more, Jesus said to them, I am going away and you will look for me, and you will die in your sin. Hmm. Where I go, you cannot come. This made the Jews ask, will he kill himself? Is that what he says? Where I go, you cannot come? But he continued, you are from below. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins if you do not believe that I am he you will indeed die in your sins. Ooh, that's pretty clear right there, man. Jesus is basically saying you're 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 in Adam, right? You're you're you are a child of Adam, the sin of Adam. We all are. And we will die in our sins. Jesus is saying you will die in your sin if you do not believe in him. If you do not believe in Jesus because what? He's the one that makes the many righteous. And if we refuse to acknowledge Jesus, then we will remain in our trespasses and sins. Verse 25, who are you, they asked. Just what I have been telling you from the beginning. (laughs) I'm just who I am, who I've been telling you from the beginning I am. This is not new, man. 
It's not new information. I ju- just what I've been telling you from the beginning, Jesus replied. I have, been, I have much to say in judgment of you, but he who sent me is trustworthy. And what I have heard from him, I tell the world. Jesus doesn't speak only of himself. He speaks of the Godhead, the Father. Verse 26, I have much to say. Oh, wait, we read that. 27, they did not understand that he was telling them about his Father. So Jesus said, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he and that I do nothing on my own but speak just what the Father has taught me. The one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what pleases him. Even as he spoke, many believed in him. Wow. Even as he's speaking, people are believing. Jesus says, you know, when, the, when, you lift, when I'm lifted up, when, I'm, when I go to the cross and I accomplish my purpose on the cross, you will see that you'll see who I am. And we know what happened, right? On Good Friday, the, the veil of the temple was torn from top to bottom. The graves opened up, um, and the world was darkened. And on the third day, Jesus rose from the grave and appeared to hundreds of people, confirming that his everything that every that his testimony was indeed true, and that his work on the cross was indeed sufficient. Praise God! He's like, you're gonna see. There's gonna come a day you're gonna see. You're gonna know. They didn't understand that he was talking about the Father, Jesus. So, oh, I'm sorry, where, verse 31. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are, health, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Hmm. I love that. If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That, that verse has taken out of context so much. Um, Know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Uh, yeah, but it'll probably make you miserable first. <laughs> the truth will make you free, true, it, but it usually makes you miserable, miserable first. <laughs> uh, right? It makes you uncomfortable. The truth that Jesus just told them, that he was the light of the world, that he was um, the Son of God, that he and the Father are one, that if you believe in him, you will have life, and if you do not believe in him, you will die in your sins. Um, that's the truth. And that truth can set you free, but it's going to make you miserable first. You got to let go of some stuff. You got to repent. You got to turn to him. But people use that verse all the time. You know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Uh, that, that was spoken by Jesus, and it was talking about if we know his teaching. What is the truth? His teaching. So if we know his teaching, it will set us free. Then you will know the truth. If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. And when you're really my disciples, holding to my teaching, teaching, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So that statement wasn't just some sort of arbitrary uh, statement about gener- some kind of, you know, if you know the truth, you'll set you No, it's talk about truth. It's talking specifically about the Jesus, the teaching of Jesus. If you know that, the teaching of Jesus, if you know Jesus, you'll know the truth and you'll be set free. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, you guys. So glad you guys are on today. Glad you're on this Thursday edition of the podcast and prayer. And um, that concludes our reading. So you know what we do now? We pray. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. 
Thank you that uh, we are made righteous because of the faithfulness of Jesus. Uh, just as in one person, Adam, we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. Also, because of one man, Jesus, uh, we are made righteous. And so we thank you for Jesus. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for justification through faith in him. Uh, Lord, I pray that today we might walk in that freedom, that we might walk in that joy, that justification today, and um, that we might share that good news with others. Help us to be people of love and grace and all the fruit of the Spirit, kindness, gentleness, goodness, self-control. May they all be indicative and, uh, and exemplified in our lives today. Lord, I pray for my friends. pray that you would encourage them and strengthen them, whatever their individual specific needs are today. Maybe you bless them, encourage them, whether it's a, uh, whether it's their, uh, they need a physical touch, emotional, spiritual, relational, whatever it is, Lord. I pray that you would touch them and, and answer their prayers, Lord, according to your glorious riches uh, in Jesus. Lord, we love you. We pray in the strong and mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys today. Thank you so much. Thanks, Deborah, Ken, Marla, Marlene, Tim and Jane, Christine, Trevor, Trish. God bless you guys. Thanks so much for being on. Amber, hope you guys have a great Thursday. And uh, you can always give me feedback about the podcast at Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for liking it, sharing this. Thank you for taking just a second to share this on your newsfeed. Appreciate that. Uh, for subscribing it to it, if you listen to the podcast, write it, give it a comment. Um, really appreciate that. All right, you guys have a great day. If I don't see you again, we'll we'll see you on Monday morning as we uh, we jump into the fourth week of Lent. Hope to see you uh, in worship. We're going to be continuing our series Easter Peeps as we look at some of the key people in the Bible uh, and how Easter and the story of Easter affected them. This week, Nic Nicodemus, cool story of a Pharisee who has a transformation because of his encounter with uh with jesus that's awesome all right you guys love you guys we'll see you next time bye thank you for joining us today on pastor terry's bible study podcast we hope you enjoyed today's show if this episode has been an encouragement to you please help us by spreading the word about the podcast you can do that by giving us a thumbs up subscribing and sharing it with your friends you can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.